Welcome back to the More Than Average podcast with your girl, Miss Thierry Mosqueda. On this channel, it's all about empowerment, accountability, and filling your cup up with wisdom. Oh, and particularly, like, just lately, I've just been feeling like this channel, this podcast is for women who love God and gangster music. Today, we'll be discussing what women actually mean when we say, I want a man of God. Times have changed since biblical days. So while women say they want a man of God and we still do want the provider, the protector, a man that'll die for us like Christ died for the church. The reality is a lot of the things are not the same anymore. We do not want many of the other things the Bible applies to women that she should want or expect from her man of God. For example, y'all, this morning I was listening to Tony Gaskins on my way to work and he was on point with this subject, actually. He mentioned how basically you could get a man of God and he could be and he could apply every aspect of the Bible to his expectations of you, his wife. So, for example, the Bible does say we should submit to our husbands and what not we should be submissive basically but what if you're what if you meet a guy and he's perfect at first you know what i'm saying y'all dating y'all been dating for a while and then finally you know y'all get married and then he begins to so, show traits of narcissism he becomes abusive maybe he's making you get a job at first you didn't have to have a job now he's making you go get a job and collect collecting your checks financially abusing you, emotionally abusing you. And technically, the Bible says you really can't leave your husband or shouldn't leave your husband unless he cheats sexually. And I know I had to go do my research on this y'all because I did not know that the Bible said this. Like the Bible be surprising me. I really be feeling like the Bible is better than any love and hip hop episode you could watch. The Bible be having the tea. The tea for more than average, especially. Matthew five, thirty one through thirty two reads It has been said, anyone who divorces his wife must be must give her a certificate of divorce. Okay, this is point A. This is verse 31 saying that anyone who divorces his wife must give her a certificate of divorce. Okay, I just want to point out to y'all, this is a good example of this topic. When women say they want a man of God, okay, basically, if you want to divorce that man or if he's flipping out, once y'all get into a marriage and using, you know, the Bible to support his behavior. If he didn't sign the divorce papers for y'all to disconnect or whatever. Then y'all are still married. He must give you a certificate of divorce. So what if you meet a man that's so crazy to where he's abusing you? He's doing all this to you and technically... He'd be like, okay, well, Matthew 5 and 31 says, as the man of God he is, he gonna pull up, he gonna pull out with some word of God, literally. As a man of God, he gonna use that word of God. So when you say you want a man of God, he gonna be like, 
well, you can't, I ain't leaving you. So I'm not signing nothing. So I don't know if that still applies today. If both parties don't sign the divorce papers, then technically y'all ain't divorced. And point B is verse 32. It says, but I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife except for sexual immorality makes her the victim of adultery. And anyone who name who names a divorced who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Okay, verse thirty two kind of threw me off because I was like, anyone who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. But at the same time, I had to just keep rereading it to understand it because it's saying anyone who divorces his wife except for sexual immorality, basically saying. You shouldn't be getting no divorce unless your husband cheated on you sexually or your wife cheated on you sexually, right? Meaning that he could uh, meaning that a crazy man can just be like, "Oh, well, I just because I beat you don't mean we need to be broken apart." Basically, right? It, or you know, you women who be committing before you even married be falling for this. Oh, I need you to hold me down before I make you my wife. Because technically, you not you may or may not be about to propose to a man. Regardless, you have to have his permission. But anyways, back to what I was saying, the sexual immorality part. So they're saying in verse 32, if they didn't have if they didn't cheat on you sexually. And you divorced and y'all get a divorce. Anyone who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. And anyone who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Saying you marrying a woman that you know she was cheating in her last relationship. Like the reason that she got a divorce is because somebody was sexually immoral. So you basically committing adultery by marrying a... Divorced woman by marrying a, a used woman, basically. So, this is a lot to take in, y'all. For me, it was because it's like this could apply in so many ways, and we really got to be careful what we ask for. Now, I feel like if a man is abusing you, showing tra- narcissism traits, um, etc., then nine times out of ten, he's already sexually cheating on you. Because clearly he feel like he got other options, right? And not only that, how people treat you is a reflection of how they feel about themselves. So I'm not even sure why I heard this, that if it, it was a book I was reading or if my mom said this to me. But it's pretty much has stuck with me most of my adult life. Like, if you desire a man of God, you should be a reflection of that desire. A woman of God. Everyone has to know God on their own level, like their own personal level. So whatever your relationship is with God and his works in your life portray for the world, you want the person that you're going to be with to have their own relationship with God too. You're going to want them to be a man of God, meaning we want you to be complete within yourself, leading with love. A reflection of your life should be inspirational to you. To yourself, you should be able to have some self-discipline, some structure about yourself. 
And you should inspire others. Like, let your light shine. Visit my last podcast where I'm like holding yourself accountable. Your life should be a reflection of what God, of God. So I know what y'all thinking. Y'all probably like, well, you know, bad things do happen to good people. And I get that. But a real woman knows that she will be tested. But through trials and tribulations, God produces character and wisdom. Y'all check out James 1, 2 through 8. It it tells us all about trials and tribulations, okay? But the Bible does give us a lot of information about a husband's role as well. Everybody, the whole Proverbs woman, I want a Proverbs woman. Okay, but he tells, he talks about, you know, a husband's job as well. So I want, I do want to point out how women and men don't really understand each other. Like we're really not built to understand each other. It's supposed to be a natural thing. Like as a woman of God, you're supposed to be in your natural element, attracting people who are in their natural element. You don't want nobody forcing nothing, you know? So you you got to be careful what you asking for because it's a lot of people out here with the woman of God, Proverbs woman, uh, God's favorite child, the chosen one. It's a lot of people who feel like they men of God or women of God, but you got to see what their life look like. They what you know what I'm saying? You got to it's something deeper that'll connect y'all. God asked men to love their wives like Christ loved the church and gave himself. So when I'm saying like women and men don't understand each other, God didn't ask women to love a man like Christ loved the church and to give him and give ourselves to him and and like die for die for the church cuz Jesus died for the church, right? Christ died for the church. So he loved the church. Ephesians 5:25. So as a woman, that's not our natural frequency to do the same for you. You'll never, you know, in those movies where you see like the man put his jacket down on the puddle so the woman can walk over it. A woman not about to take off a fur coat and do that for you. No matter how fine you are, like she not, she not about to do that for you. One, we low key always be anemic and cold. Secondly, it's just not finna happen. We a whole different chemical makeup. So we not finna want to do that for you naturally. But it's like at the same time, we love that about y'all. It's romantic. It's like, oh my gosh, he cares about my toes getting wet. Like that's love to us, but we wouldn't do the same for you. Just how for us, you wouldn't do certain things for us. And I can't even give an example because I'm not a man. That's how much women and men are so much not alike that we don't understand each other. It's not really about understanding each other. Because you know how people be like, she just don't get me. She don't get me. She don't get me. But it's like, you probably not going to get them. You you not them. But if we're happy together, it's genuine. You know, even in those conflicting times, y'all, where you're like, I, I can't do this no more, like, Ooh, I'm about to leave this man just because he getting on my nerves. I can't. We argue too much. We just don't get each other. Like, it all started off so good. He just flipped the switch. People should be able to respect one another in those tough times. And also understand, like, 
you can feel how you feel. Like this, I always catch myself as a mother, like telling my daughter, that is not a reason to be crying. But then I realized I'm not her. I've already had my fair share of Barbie dolls and dolls that I've rode on, broke their legs off and stuff. So when she's getting frustrated because she can't put the LOL doll head back on the doll's body and she starts crying, I can't say that. I really shouldn't even be telling her not to cry and get frustrated because she can't put it back on because... This is her first time really experiencing that type of hurt. Like, now I have to value my dolls because putting it back together is too, it's hard. Even mommy got a tough time putting it back on. So maybe I should, you know, not do this anymore. But it hurt. I got to get through it. It hurt my feelings that my doll's head could not be on here right now when I really want to play with her. But... I understand now that I can't do that anymore, but I can feel sad about it. I can't cry about it because it's frustrating because when I want to play with it, how I want to play with it, I can't play with it because it's not together. But I'm going to eventually stop crying, but I can feel how I feel. Mommy, can you help me put the doll head on, please? But y'all, that pretty much wraps up what women really mean when they say they want a man of God. We can say this, but we really do need to look deeper within ourselves when we say this, so that we can attract the type of men that we need in our life to balance us out, to not fulfill us, but our better halves. Because we are, as women, we, we're the man's better half. That's really our our job to them. While they're supposed to lay down their coats in the puddles for us, we're supposed to provide them with the better version of themselves. So be the best version you can be because most of the time it's like you're the the woman the woman of a man's life like literally him who finds a wife finds a good thing because it becomes like a structure for him. He has some, like literally I don't understand the responsibility of having a family the response the man's responsibility you have to respect because it's like. Wow, as a woman, I couldn't do this, but I'm going to do what I can. I'm not going to be overly emotional. I'm not going to be too much so I can be a good example for my partner. When he don't even feel like 100% himself, at least he sees how I'm still carrying on, how I'm still positive, how I'm still being able to respect him and his feelings when I don't even understand him most of the time, but I love him. It's just something pure when women say they want Amen of God. It has to be within them already. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to like this video, share, subscribe, and I love you guys. I'll see you on the next episode.